You are listening to the Teen Anxiety Maze, and I'm your host, Cynthia Koffel. Imagine a world where the teenage years are less like a maze of anxiety and more like a thrilling ride of self-discovery. I'm here to help teens, parents, and everyone in between grow and learn about themselves. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Today, we have a new guest with us, Dr. Pat Malone, and she is part of part of our series of the whole entire year where we've done different interviews to see who in the world is doing mental health help and all the different ways that you can get help and people you can seek out to find out more information about yourself and your mindset and anxiety and all the things. So I'm going to let her introduce herself and uh, talk about a book that she has. And we'll I'll just ask questions as we go along and you can learn a lot about, about Dr. Pat. Well, thank you very much. I don't always get to introduce myself, but I'm really excited because I finally get to say what I want to say. I am, you know, I, I go back from being a kid, you know, and playing doctor. And I've always played doctor. And I've always been very proud of my statistic that no one who ever has been underneath my care has ever died. Mm. And so they have after they left my office. But not after <laughs> when, like, you know, I had my office. Right now I do virtual work. And I help uh, companies and I act as a consultant and also as a um, coach and a source who is like someone who's got your back so that sometimes the information that we have, we don't know how to assimilate it. So what I do and my why is to synthesize that information down so that it makes sense. So it's no longer convoluted, it's no longer stressful, and you don't feel like I can't open that book yet. You know, and it's just like, well, how long have you had the book? Two weeks. I still can't look at it. And it's just like, so it takes that stress off. So I organize it so that you can, we can make it simple and we can make it so that it's understandable and you can move forward in a safer, quicker, simpler solution way. Mm. Um, And so the, that piece of it, I've had experience, you know, speaking on stage. I've worked with patients. I've been doing this for over 38 years and, you know, and I love seeing people do good have mm-hmm. fun and thrive physically, mentally, spiritually, socially, and financially. When you get the financial part and we work on that, that's when you're making really great decisions, you mm-hmm. know, so that you can stay healthy, be healthy, have the habits and lifestyle that you really deserve and that you really want. I love that. And habits, no matter what age we are, can we, they are incorporated in our life in kind of the same way. And I always say that about emotional regulation. If you're a toddler all the way up to year 100, you're going to be regulating your emotions kind of in the same way. You just have to be taught it or told about it in a different way. So do you ever work with young people like teens or young adults or are a lot of your people older? Not so much anymore on this level, Mm -hmm. you know, like where I'm doing like, you know, virtual work and that type of thing. But when I had my office, you know, I had autistic kids. I had, you know babies. I had adults who were babies. Um, <laughs> yes, and, I know some um, of those. You know, and I've, you know, and I worked with people who had depression, who were anxious, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, help them, you know, reassess what health is for them mm-hmm. and how they can step into better health by doing, by cha- looking at what habits are the ones that they can change that make sense. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people say like, I want to be, you know, it's just like, 
I want to go to Europe. Well, if I don't have the money ever to get to Europe, it's a great aspiration. And you might be inspired to go and it's like save your money up or whatever. But unless you take action, you're not going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so when people have, you know, like things that stigmatisms, so to speak, that hold you back, then it's hard to get into what we talked about just before we got on Einstein's time and being in your groove, turned on, you know, your vortex, whatever you want to call it, you know, so that you can, you know, like have the universe work for you, Mm -hmm. you know, and be your friend as opposed to being scared to take your next step. Mm -hmm. So how do you or do you teach how to change your mindset and how to do that maybe in a way that doesn't seem overwhelming or scary or too hard? Well, I do. There is a <laughs> there is a technique that I never thought I could do it on online, but um, I've been very successful at doing it online. And I've also done it in person. And what I look at is like when somebody's having, you know, behavior issues, whatever it is, whether it's good or bad, because can, you could have good annoying behaviors mm-hmm. also, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't always necessarily have a negative connotation, but you have to go like, well, where did I get that from? You know, like, why does that happen? Why do I do that? Every time I get to the certain point, you know, I sabotage myself. I lose my job. I'm always back at day one, you know, and I'm thinking like, you know, I can't do this anymore. This is not cool. Universe, you got to do something else. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I work with somebody and we go back to where that childhood trauma is. You know, whether it's a trauma or just because it could be a trauma, a time, a space, an event, you know, people that were around you, the situation that you were in, you know, and that influenced you. You could have heard when you were four years old, your parents arguing about money and, you know, your parents saying, like, we're never going to be ahead. So every time you start to get ahead, you know, you lose it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just thing. Why is that? So you can go back in and take that imprint of what you have for your mindset. And you can totally change that so that Mm -hmm. it isn't like you, it like disappears, but you're, when it triggers your mammalian brain no longer says, well, you know, it's like, Oh, that's a bad experience. You're going, Oh, I know what that is, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm moving over here Mm -hmm. and you make it into a positive experience. So you're much more accustomed to it. Even Mm -hmm. when the primitive brain (laughs) says, oh no, that's not the truth. You know, you can kick that primitive brain off your shoulder and use your conscious brain. And that's why you do the affirmations. Like, and you say them at a very specific time in the morning and at night before you go to bed and you phrase them in a very particular way because the conscious brain is telling the mammalian brain it's got to do better. You Mm -hmm. know, and it's saying like, I am healthy, I am vital, I am active, I'm a successful human being. So -hmm. if you say that in your conscious brain with intention, and with meaning that, it's just like when you tell your kid whose hand is about to touch a hot stove, go, honey, don't touch the stove. You're going to get burned. I will put money on it. They'll still touch the stove because there's no urgency to get their yeah. hand off of it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so when you talk to yourself like that, you're talking to yourself with that urgency, like, I need it now, you mm-hmm. know? And you say it to yourself so that it, you know, you can blend it into the mammalian brain because the mammalian brain is very cool. It is the holy grail of marketing. That's where they take you from your pain and they show you the transformation you're going to have for your future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge thing. It's all your emotions ever stored. Like mm-hmm. you wonder like, where do they ever learn that? That's in your mammalian brain. Mm-hmm. One that the primitive brain is, you know, the, the saber tooth tiger, the guy who pulls out directly in front of your car and you miss it by two inches. 
that's that that you want your primitive brain to be working for that. Mm-hmm. That's your survival instinct. You know, your conscious brain is like what you do with it during the daytime. Right. You know, and you have that big influence. So when you have those pieces of the puzzle and you go to do the technique that I do, you look at each one of those and where that information is coming from and where the faulty information is, and you correct that faulty information. Mm. You know, and then you have a better, um, more equated response to that. You know, that's going to less likely. You also have to take a look at food. You know, Mm. food, the gut brain connection is so huge. People who, you know, when things trigger them off, you know, we all have our, like that comfort food that we like. So, Mm. you know, when you have that comfort food, you might say like, oh, you know, I don't ever really feel good after that. Mm. And then I'm tired or I'm lethargic and I have to take an extra nap. You know, it's not like it's a rainy day or a snowy day. That's different. But mm-hmm. when you have one of those days like that, then you have to be able to equate it and move it along its pathway so that you know what it is. And you're going, I don't I don't have time for you today. I've got to be yeah. over here and do all this other stuff, you know, and then put it in order. Yeah, I love that. Well, I I teach my clients too something where, you know, when they have thoughts that are faulty and we're trying to change them and I, I tell them those thoughts are going to come back. Like you don't ever get rid of them where you're like, oh, I never think about that anymore, especially with anxious thoughts. But when they have them, I talk to them about either saying, oh, that was old me saying that, but now new me is saying this other thing, you know, and we just change it to the thing we want it to be. Or sometimes we even put age on it because they're still young enough. They haven't had that thought as long. So they'll say, oh, well, 13-year-old me thought that, but now 14-year-old me thinks this new thing. Mm -hmm. So that's how we kind of separate, you know, the old and the new and changing the thoughts. So it's very similar. You could also do something, you know, very physical. You could take that thought of the 13-year-old me, go out with a shovel in the backyard, dig a hole and throw the 13-year-old thought paper-wise into the dirt and cover it up. And then Ooh, they have the that. new, the brand new one of the four by six card, not the three by five. We graduated to the bigger one, <laughs> four by six card, you know, and then you're using that kind of like that affirmation. Yeah. You know? And even, I like the physical part yeah, to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, that's something that I think is like, it's, it's a physical thing to do because people learn either by, you know, their visual, by how they feel or what they hear. And mm-hmm. so if you can combine those things to change a habit, you know, or change a faulty information. And the other thing that's so powerful, words and thoughts are so powerful. You can just tell it to cancel, stop, mm-hmm. you know, and turn in a totally different way. Yeah. And I I think that's so fun when I notice my clients as young people who don't feel like they have a lot of power or agency in their life to realize that they really do have a lot more power and agency than they thought they did just by mm-hmm. the, the way they're thinking and telling their thoughts to be a certain way. So what well, are some all like, things- we all agree that the sky is blue, uh, you know, yeah. but depending upon where you're at in the world, there's different colors of blue. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, and then there's colorblind people who don't see it the same way. <laughs> well, that's true. They, they, you know, I, I have a friend of mine always said to me, or I had a green shirt on and he said, you know, it's you know, like, how can you always wear gray? Yeah. <laughs> just, I, yes. I think it was the color that he that when he looked at that color, that's what it looked like to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my husband is colorblind, so we have lots of conversations about what color is this? <laughs> so you, yes, exactly. So you have some ideas of like things that people could do today that would help their physical health and it in turn would help their mental health as well. So what are some of those things that people could do today that could help them uh, feel better? 
Well, you know, one thing that people, when I had my office and I saw people consecutively on that level, you know, the biggest reason why people had issues is because they were dehydrated. Mm. And so I'm always telling you, you got to hydrate. You need water for the digest your foods. You know, you need it to, you know, for exercise, to rehydrate your body. You need it to sleep. You also need it to sleep because your brain detoxifies during that time. So you need it, you know, hydration in order to do that. You also need it for, you know, to think better. So that's the positive mental aspect of, you know, of health. And then you also need it for, you know, structure and, you know, so that when you're doing everyday life, because you're, when you perspire, you're always getting rid of water out of your system. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't like the taste of water. So I always tell them, drink it with, you know, I don't have this. I have my beet shake that I have every morning, but, you know, I drink water a lot of times out of a straw because what happens is, is when you drink it from a cup or from a glass, it hits your nose and psychologically it tells your brain that you're, you're drowning. And so when you do that, then what you, you know, it's just like you start swallowing air and a lot of people don't, you know, have a hard time liking water because they don't like the taste of it. And there's something they go, water makes my stomach upset. And so, but it really isn't that, but if you drink it out of, from a straw or in, in a prescribed container, because you should be having 50% of your body weight in ounces, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. water a day. And someone's going like, well, that's a lot of water. You know, if you do it throughout the day and you start the day off, you know, there's, I read an article one time about how many things that are, you know, dissuaded because you had water first thing in the morning, 16 ounces and what organ systems love it the best. Like your heart loves that hydration first thing in the morning. So um, it's important to have that, you know, and it's also important to have, you know, that gut brain connection to work. So how you combine your foods is important. Picking foods that are not highly processed, you know, mm-hmm. so that's like staying away from, you know, Burger King, Arby's, McDonald's and Jack in the Box or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. I was driving a year ago to New Orleans and I got off at this exit and I was starving Mm -hmm. and I didn't bring anything with me. And I said, there's got to be something around here. And I'm looking ahead and there was that McDonald's, there was that Arby's, there was that Chick-a-Fil-A, you know, Mm -hmm. place, Taco Bell. And I'm looking around like from 12 o'clock going around and over my left shoulder, like over at seven o'clock was a Trader Joe's. Oh, and I just went, wow, they should have those along every, where the gas station's at along the highway, mm-hmm. you know? And I said, so I drove over there, you know, and got chicken salad, you know, got an apple, got things that, you know, were much more nutritious mm-hmm. for me. You know, I did a talk one time on my book that we talked about why, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, why you are sick, fat and tired. And to 17 year olds and like almost all of them, 90% of the people who were in that webinar that day bought the book mm-hmm. and they asked me better questions sometimes than adults have asked yeah. me, which I think is funny. And this woman just said like, you know, I'm here at school. I don't have time to make my lunch before I come here, you know, and I'm, I said, where can I eat? And I says, there are sweet peak. They're always around college campuses. And she goes, there is. And I said, you can eat there. Mm. <laughs> Oh and, my goodness. You know, or you can go to Kava Kava, you know, that, you know, or Kava, whatever that place is called, mm-hmm. you know, and there's other places that you can go and you can make healthy choices, you know, so that you're having vegetables and lean meat, you know, for that meal because it makes mm-hmm. you think better. You're not exhausted after you eat. Anytime you eat and you're exhausted, then something that you ate is is, is not for you. It's, you know, your body's reacting to it and how it does because it wants to go to sleep and sleep it off. 
<laughs> well, I would think I know a lot of people want to make life to, lifestyle changes like drinking more water or eating better, but then it just seems so hard and overwhelming. But there's, I, I think you have some lifestyle things that, or some tricks or secrets to making some of these changes that maybe take away some of that hard part. Well, you start small, like you do it with the rule of one, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you want to have a glass of water, you want to start drinking water, start drinking one 16 ounce bottle of water with a straw in it, mm-hmm. you know? And then saying, well, how much do I weigh? It's also water is a great weight regulator also. Other things to do is just like, you know, if you're eating any artificial sugars, don't because they'll make you gain weight and, you know, they'll definitely prevent you from losing it. You know, and other things that you can do is like, you know, when you're going to sleep, you know, set the stage for it, get a dark room, you know, get wear blinders if you have to have it around 68, 70 degrees is a good temperature for sleeping, um, you know, especially in the winter. Um, and then you can have. You know, so just make sure you have enough covers on, but not too heavy and not too like much that you're keep on waking up because you're too hot. And then give yourself permission to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if you have something on your mind, because I always think about sleep is so important. If you have something on your mind, you have to ask yourself while you're laying there thinking about, should I try on every pair of shoes in my closet? Or, you know, I wonder if those black pants still fit me, you know, kind, kind of thing too. Going, well, you know, is there anything, what's bothering me, number one? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then when you identify that, then you say, well, is there something I can do about that right now? Mm. And if there's something that you can do about it right now, get up and do it. Mm-hmm. And then if you have, you know, if there's nothing you can do about it, you can get up and dictate in your telephone, you know, or you can write down keywords because that issue is not going to go away in eight mm-hmm. hours. Or mm-hmm. now probably six, <laughs> you right. know, for some people or four, mm-hmm. it's not going to go away. It's going to be there and you can address that the next day, you know, but then you can address it with a more fresh, you know, being more fresh and revived and, re- and ready to hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. So, and then when you wake up, you know, if you can say something positive to yourself, you know, I am like that. I am healthy. I am active. That's where those affirmations come in. Those are really good things to do no matter what age you are. You know, and and then also, you know, when somebody says something to you that kind of like, like you know, puts a knife into your energy, you can just push their energy right back at them and go, "Thanks for sharing it with me." <sighs> and then you walk on, and you know, so that you know, because sometimes you know we get sapped. We can, there's nothing we can do about it. But right. you can go take a shower. All mm-hmm. those electrons, you know, like you know, you want that those like the those, you know, those molecules around you to pick mm-hmm. up. And a lot of those, uh, you know, the negative ions around that are the, what come out of your shower. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a simple thing that you can do. Just like go get wet, dry off. It's like going and dipping in the pool. That's why we mm-hmm. like going to the ocean, right? Yeah. And that type of thing. So those are just some of the things that, you know, that you specifically can do and not feel overwhelmed about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you make a mistake, you, you know, like when you're eating, just like, oh my God, I can't believe I just ate that. I felt horrible. Well, now you know not what to eat, mm-hmm. you know, and you can commit to eating better. If you just like cut out rice, cut out bread, cut mm-hmm. out anything that's white, you know, and just have, you know, those, a bunch of vegetables, colorful vegetables in a bowl with a lean piece of meat for your meal. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, somebody offers you something because a lot of people are addicted to corn, sugar, because mm-hmm. a carbohydrate is a carbohydrate is a carbohydrate. And all corn in the United States, unless it's actually organic, 
you know, has G, it's GMO and also it's sprayed with glycophosphates, which is like Roundup. Who wants to eat something that could possibly more than likely down the road after years of consuming it cause cancer? It's just right. like, you know, it's just like, who does that? I mean, just, you know, so there's things that you can start to do just in your environment. If you look at something and you read a label and you don't understand what a word is, I don't care. What I care is that you know what the side effects of that word are. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and so that's you know, and then you can look. You can start, you you know, create a list so that you become aware of certain things that are in your foods as inert ingredients, or you know, are in cleaning products, mm-hmm. you know, or are in your gardening products, you mm-hmm. know, that potentially are making you, you know, like sick. And a lot of people have brain fog from that, and they mm-hmm. don't they don't think well, they don't feel well after they had you know have that type of exposure. Yeah. That totally makes sense. And I've been hearing a lot more about all of that, which is great that we have more information about it. Well, tell me what you are offering my audience for today. I'm going to put some stuff in the show notes about your book, but tell my audience what it is that they would get extra. Well, what they would get extra is they would get me. And, (laughs) you know, and, you know, it's just like, I always think that we're all worth, we're all like Ferraris. What we want to do is we want to get back to driving the Ferrari. You know, and you want to be able to put in premium gasoline and afford it. So you have to be healthy in order to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I offer is in my book, there is an opportunity. There is a code that you can make time with me on my calendar at no charge. No, you know, no hype. No one's going to try to sell you anything. It's just giving you the information so that you can make better decisions. But what I do is I offer you an additional 15 minutes of my time so that we can map out. And so if questions come up, we can get them answered. We can go research it out then so you can get the answer that you need so you can make better decisions moving forward. Mm, You know, and that that way, because my big goal is to see millions and zillions of people do good, have fun and thrive. Mm -hmm. I have that same goal. I want so many young people to just feel good and enjoy their lives and Mm -hmm. create these amazing, amazing lives that they're just dreaming about. But I want them to actually do it. And I want their parents to be able to help them do that too. So that's wonderful. Well, I am so glad you joined us today. And it just gives us more information about all the people out there that are doing wonderful things for not just teens, but adults as well. And Mm -hmm. that we can all take advantage of that information. So thank you for being with us today. Thanks. I appreciate it. I love being here. And I, you know, if you ever need my, you know, I can be back in a flash because there's so many, you know, so many pieces of the puzzle that make up alternative medicine, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that, you know, little things that you don't even think of sometimes that, you know, I'll think of five things after I we get off. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I could have said that, you know, because that would have been really helpful, too. There's just so many things that you do, but start small, work big. I love it. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Teen Anxiety Maze. I would love to be your anxiety coach. Just check out my website or social media and send me a message.